Fuck up a nigga's day today. Ruin a nigga's day today. Fuck up a nigga's day today. Ruin a nigga's day today. Fuck up a nigga's day today. Ruin a nigga's day today. Don't be his peace. That makes no fucking sense. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Dwayne, and I have a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, then NSA walks into a bar. And the bartender is like, hey, I've got a great new joke for you. The NSA smiles and says, heard it. Because you know they know everything. <laughs> I was like, lost. Because <laughs> they know all of our shit. <laughs> I was just sitting right. here like, uh. You know, they know, all, they know everything even before we think it. That's all. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is scary but true. <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Doya? Um... Still chugging along on the home buying process. Um, I found a really great stove, but I'm afraid to buy it until I get <laughs> all of the things to say that it's good to go. <laughs> yeah, don't buy the stove yet. <laughs> right, because then I'll be stuck with the stove in the apartment, and who are we, what are we going to do? Um, <laughs> so but, does the, um, yeah. are the, is the seller leaving the current stove and you're just updating it, or there won't be a stove at all? Um, so he agreed to pay for half of my stove. Okay. And he would take his stove back. Okay. So I just need to make sure that this this purchase is happening. Okay. My loan is approved. I'm just waiting for appraisals now. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. I mean yeah. you're you're you you can see the light and it's you're almost there. Yeah. I'm just like Then you have to actually I'm move. Just, yeah. I'm just shitting away money. Like, it's just... <laughs> Listen, I told you, you got to be prepared. You got to prepare. Mm-hmm. And, like, so how much was it for the appraisal there? Uh, appraisal and some other condo thing that I had to pay for was, like, 700 total. Okay, that makes sense. Because here, yeah. I mean, you're in a bigger city, and here, mine was, like, 500 So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I think the the condo questionnaire was 200 which i'm like you could just answer the questions for free but you know as much as i'm gonna be paying y'all but no they like money so. oh wait you, um. had to, you had to pay to answer questions for them to answer questions yes oh for them to answer <laughs> questions Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess, but no, they could have done it for free. <laughs> right. So, what else is going on? What you drinking? Um. So I was, you know, trolloping in the liquor store looking for something to drink. I was going to do a rum cocktail, but then I ended up on an aisle that had gin, and the gin bottle was really cute. It was like gold, and it looked like a little beaker. Hmm. And so that's what I bought. It's French gin. Um, the gin itself is, man, it was supposed to be botanical, but it's not that great. But then I added elderflower mm. tonic water, mm. and that made it great. <laughs> so. Now you're making me um, want to go get elderflower tonic water. It's the best. Mm-hmm. It's just joy. So that's what I am drinking for today. Okay. Anything else um, going on? What else have I been doing with my life? I've been watching Family Matters. I realize, like, in most older shows, and probably newer shows, the whole first season is a pilot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, like, at first it was really, truly Family Matters, and then it became, like, the Steve Urkel show. Yeah, he was never meant to be a, a full part of the cast. Yeah, and I think maybe they did testing. They did. People liked him. Yeah. But yeah, um, I watched a, I can't remember if it was like a reunion or a behind the scenes or something. Anyway, mm-hmm. 
He was never supposed to be a full cast of the show. He actually mm-hmm. made like a cameo on Full House. And so when they did the new show, they were like, okay, well, we'll just let him be like, you know, the neighbor who comes through every now and again. But mm-hmm. everybody reacted so strongly that they were like, well, you got to give him the Urkel. It's a Steve Urkel show. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to like, um, when I go back and watch older shows, I tend to like all of the earlier seasons. The latter seasons, I'm like, oh. Yeah. So. Especially when they, it's like they're losing a, a writer. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> can always tell. <laughs> always tell. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. I finished I finished two shows in one day. It made me really sad. Oh. And they were old shows. So I think I finished Reba. And then. <laughs> who I am is who I want to be. I'm a survivor. Yeah. So I finished that one. And I think I finished Living Single. And I was just like, I was, because it happened within like a day and a half, I was just kind of bummed. Two two great shows. And both of those shows are syndicated. So they're on TV Mm -hmm. all the time. Are you watching Loki? I... I watched it, but I was under the influence of several things, <laughs> and so I got to rewatch it. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. it is a, a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. And I like Loki. Yeah. But he is a lot. Like, Loki at face value is never what he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anything else? Nope. Take it away. Um, well, let's see. Um, so I have to get new blinds. Uh, did I send you a picture mm-hmm. of my blinds of what mm-hmm. happened? Yeah, I, I just mm-hmm. don't, I have no answer for it. I don't know what happened. Just one section of my blinds decided to die, and I, I don't know why. I, it, was like the a, way. it was like a little droop, and then I got up the next morning, and it was like a full droop. So, when it goes back to home stuff, can you just give me your mom's email? Because I have two, like, home warranty options I had to pick from, and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Girl, my mama don't have a home warranty. I have a home warranty. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Um. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> she, does, she doesn't do that. Um, no, she, she has an actual boyfriend who's an actual... Um, contractor and so he know how to fix mm-hmm. everything so she didn't do that <laughs> yeah the seller agreed to pay for the first year so I just yeah, want to make sure that mine did too. my feelings are going to be hurt in the second year mine, mine <laughs> did too um, so um, I forgot what I was about to say oh yeah gotta get the blinds and so I decided mm-hmm. I'm only going to replace the blinds in the kitchen and mm-hmm. I'm going to do the one on my front door because I don't I just because I don't like those and so mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and get the custom blinds and have them come and do them. Since I have to get them, just go ahead. So now there's more money that has to be spent. Fun. Yeah. It's I never over. I have like basic level of blinds and I'm like, I'm going to settle for the poverty blinds until I'm willing to pay for more. But there's so many things above that <laughs> list of things that would upgrade yeah. and I'm just like it'll be fine and you know so same well the the buyer I mean the seller left the blinds here and these are custom mm-hmm. blinds that are in the house now but gotcha. they're very very old and mm-hmm. the people who lived here before me had five kids so <laughs> the blinds are like they're raggedy but you can't tell by looking at them but don't touch mm-hmm. them <laughs> Mm-hmm. so I was like knowing that I would eventually have to replace them but I was going to take my time like you said mm-hmm. not top of the list but anyway I'll just go ahead and do it and do the kitchen and it'll be fine so <laughs> um, this week for what is bringing me joy you know I cannot narrow it down to one thing I'm just going to put them all in one group um Doyen. what? oh sorry go ahead um, <laughs> Black girls are taking over the Olympics. Tokyo, watch out. I mean, we're taking over track and field. You know, we're Mm -hmm. dominating the U.S. gymnastics team. I I, I think Mm -hmm. they're all black. I don't know. There may be some, there may be a 
quite tossed in, but all I've seen are black girls from the gymnastics. We have divers. Mm-hmm. We've got, I mean, everything, everything. We're just taking over. Divers and the, the racing swimmers. I don't know what you call them, just swimmers, I guess. Anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, I have been getting my whole life, my whole life watching these girls just dominate. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I specifically love, I forgot her name, but she came back from maternity leave yes. and just killed the shit. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm fat I think and she's, I can't do it. Is her name Allison? I don't know. I, I think so, yeah. yeah. that's Allison. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and of course, everyone this week has been, you know, raving over Sha'Carri and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my friends asked me today like have you seen the you know her post videos i was like yes girl multiple times and every every clip every video i see of her makes me tear up even the one where she points at the camera and goes stop playing with me like <laughs> i love it <laughs> i just love it i'm so excited so yay us um yeah we're all that matter right now so i'm excited yes um so tonight Doyen gives you joy. I was just saying. I was adding that in. <laughs> yes, you it's do. my birth week, so I want to remind you. Yes, yes. That I give you joy. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Cosmos, for giving me Doyen. <laughs> so this week, um, I am drinking a boxed Merlot. <laughs> it's barefoot, but it is in a box, and I like boxed wine, so I have no shame in that. But, um, uh, Mer, uh. Barefoot Merlot is not my favorite Merlot, but mm-hmm. it'll get the job it done tonight. In effect. Yeah. So my friend was showing me this wine dispenser, and she's like, yeah, it'll last for 90 days. I'm like, girl, when have you ever seen <laughs> me keep a bottle for 90 days? Exactly. Like, for a wet. Exactly. Because <laughs> like, they say that that's the, you know, perk to doing the box wines that last longer fresher longer yeah. i'm like girl first of all <laughs> we bought a 1.5 liter barefoot yesterday and cleared through it because we needed it oh, God. <laughs> i remember the first time i bought box wine candace and i were roommates and we bought this big thing of box wine and we decided we were going to drink it all in that night well we didn't know like i mean of course we can read but we just didn't realize how much goddamn wine that was. And we literally made mm-hmm. ourselves sick that night trying to drink that old box of wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't do a whole box of wine, but we had the big ju- the Yeah, big the big bottle. Bottles. Yeah. And that was more reasonable. So. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay. We're going to move along to our current events. So, um, most of the topics that Chris picked this week cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, it was a solid group of topics. Um, okay, so we're going to start off with TikTok, a favorite place for both, both of us. It gives a lot of us joy. But basically, a viral TikTok video may have discovered a lost girl who was kidnapped in 2003. And so... This girl, Sophia Juarez, went missing in 2003 on February 4th, one day before she turned five, and her case has remained unsolved for 18 years, because I don't know what police do, but they don't solve mysteries. Um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, there was a video that was filmed in Mexico earlier this year that has led people to believe that Sophia might be living there via tiktok and so i guess somebody was interviewing her because you know i didn't watch the video <laughs> i read the words um but somebody was interviewing her and she said that like she didn't really fully know how old she was she knew she was kidnapped and um she wasn't sure if she was from the u.s or mexico but she was hopeful that her family was going to be able to find her so um Police haven't been able to relocate that woman because you know, I don't know what they do, but they they're not good at locating it. So, um, <laughs> but um, and the family says it's not her, but I'm hoping that there is a solid end to the story. Yeah, I thought that was weird that they couldn't track her down, but they 
track down the the fam fam. and this is this is the family that she's with in mexico like not the family Mm -hmm. you know who lost their child and they Mm -hmm. are insisting that it's not her but my thing Mm -hmm. is like okay then if they're kidnappers (laughs) exactly because if they're kidnappers they're not gonna say that so provide her so they can do the because the cops just want to do do a dna test so it's like Mm -hmm. provide her so she can do the dna test Anyway, I just mm-hmm. thought that was a, you know, um, a, I don't want to say weird story, but it was just a different story. And also, that's mm-hmm. one of the, you know, positive things of social media. So, hopefully it does help. Yeah. I mean, whether whether this girl is the missing girl or not, hopefully it does help this family reconnect with their missing child. Yeah. And TikTok does a lot of good for life. I've been following this guy that cooks and he's so funny he's so like fake modest he'd be like this ain't my thing but i'm gonna do this he's like i don't really know how to do this but i'm gonna do it and then he does the shit and i'm like get out of my face but anyways <laughs> yeah tiktok really be teaching us they be teaching us mm-hmm. okay so next up um Lori harvey i'm starting to stand her it's weird i, I, I didn't expect her. to stand her but um so basically, future there was a leaked track of him dissing her and Michael B. Jordan. I still think I put their relationship on the same level as Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson, but that's a different level. Okay. <laughs> that's a different story. But um, yeah. So he was trying to come, come for her, and she's like, you know what? I take the high road. I was like, that's cute of you. I don't. But I'm proud of you for doing that. And she's just really just trying to live her life and do what she do. Um, it's funny because they were like, oh, yeah, they try to keep their relationship private. And I'm like, where? <laughs> well, I feel like we see them all the time. We definitely see them, which is why um, people kind of suspect that, like, the relationship maybe wasn't real in the beginning. Like, it's, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it, a publicity stunt or whatever? I don't know. I don't really mm-hmm. care. I stand, Lori, yeah. and girl, if this is a way for you to get a bag, do it. But she is, she doesn't mm-hmm. really, like, she, I guess by private she's saying, because to this day, I don't know what she sound like. She don't do interviews. She don't really post mm-hmm. a lot, you know. So she's like, uh-uh, I just want to live my life. I just want to live my rich life. Um, yeah. But what was weird, funny, and they should have come back to it was that the article, so this interview took place before the song was leaked. But it was published mm-hmm. after the song. And, like, they did not clarify that. So they tried to make it mm-hmm. seem like she was responding to the song. But she really wasn't. Now, she probably was, like, you know, talking about him. Because Future is notorious for, like, doing that kind of shit. When I heard the song, and I really think in that line... I think he's more so taking shots at Steve Harvey than he is at her. I think, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just love Lori. Yeah, and now she's trying to, she's like, oh, I'm going to try my own skincare thing. I love Rihanna. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Try it because we all doing our skincare thing and we all have faces. (laughs) We all have faces. Many of us skincare people will try many things. Until we find the thing that fits. So I'm I'm happy for her. Um, I'm happy that like. It's just like. The more. Women leave future. Like the less he seems appealing. (laughs) The more kids. And more women. It's just like future. You're starting to sound desperate. Like you're just doing this for (laughs) attention. But I do. I do love a future meme. When anything happens in the world. But that's us. That's like black Twitter being hilarious. Yes. That's not necessarily future. <laughs> but you know, future just worry about you. Oh, I saw something and it was like, um it was a meme and it was like when futures twenty kids deciding you and I I saw that too. <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, Yes. I saw that wait. on Twitter today, actually. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, uh, I do feel like Twitter. I meant Twitter. I do feel like Future probably has amazing sex. I mean, I can only assume all these damn kids, but I just guess. I think I'd still rather fuck Lil Wayne. Oh, 
Um. Oh wow, I'm perplexed. I'd have to think about that. <laughs> I mean, because Thanks. I would probably want both. I don't know. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out because I'm sitting up here trying to, <laughs> you know, make shit work for me. Meanwhile. Am I, you know, do I need to hurry and go get me like a BBL or something like that so I can go and have a baby for Nick Cannon? Because apparently that's where it's at. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to see. His pullout game is trash. I mean, I do, <laughs> at this point, I do not think he's even attempting to pull out. It's just like shoot up the club. He just go to go. sleep in it. Like, just, it is what it is. So I mean, if everybody else getting an insurance plan, let me get one too. I would go older. Like an older dude that's not suspecting. <laughs> These young dudes, it's a lot. Anyways, um, okay, so this woman got arrested for uh, suspected drunk driving. And um, the trooper had her phone up in the front. But good sis Apple, you know, we everything is synced. <laughs> so she went back. Her boyfriend noticed something on her MacBook, which is that there were outgoing text messages of nudes of her and partly clothed to this number. And they called this number, and the fucking state trooper answered. Answered because... and said who he was. Right. Which, I mean, I guess... I mean, they, that is something that they could have found out by having the number. So, I mean, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. So, of course, he's in trouble. <laughs> His place on administrative leave in May. It was ultimately fired in October. And it's just like, bro, like, why are you so gross? That's just porn so is creepy. Free. So creepy. Right, porn is free. Pornhub is even like in the middle of the in the height of the pandemic, Pornhub gave us premium porn for free. <laughs> for so you free. would sit your ass at home. Why are you being a creeper? <laughs> I mean facts. And not even good at it. <laughs> facts. But yeah. So um this next episode. I mean, this next article, people were trying to drag Nene, but I understood what she was trying to say. <laughs> so Nene Lake said, our um, Real Housewives of Atlanta without her is like Desi's child without Beyonce. And I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Phaedra been gone for so long. Nene Leakes makes her Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> um, so at first, I was like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> But then when I watched, like, the actual clip, I mean, she was giving mm-hmm. several analogies, so she didn't just land on that. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, I don't know. I, I have not watched, like, a full season in a long time. And yeah. it's just, Nene for sure is good television. For sure. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to argue that. She's great television. But that's when she wants to be there. When she's mm-hmm. on the show and she doesn't want to be there, or in the case of like her last, uh, the last time she was on the show, no one wanted to record with her. So it was like, mm-hmm. girl, why are you here? And then when she was on the scene, she just seemed to always have attitude. And it was just like, girl, you just, why are you here? So, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I wish Nene all the best. Um, I do think that Bravo, um, I do think they've been very shifty with her because she did make Housewives of Atlanta. And for a long time, Housewives of Atlanta mm-hmm. was like the top of the franchise and in large mm-hmm. part because of Nene. So I feel like they yeah. definitely have done her wrong, but um, she just need to move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if she's ever had a spinoff, but I'm like the fact that Kim had a spinoff and she's not even that, nearly interesting she did. Like, i just like she go ahead i i just feel like nene like i said the core people all day to me are nene phaedra candy i guess <laughs> that's it <laughs> she had i know she did one spinoff for i mean it was a limited for when mm-hmm. she remarried greg I can't remember no, if God. she did um, <laughs> anything. Else. I don't like the marriage spinoffs. 
I didn't care for uh, Candy's wedding spinoff. Yeah. I just, it bores me. <laughs> but. I enjoyed, well, I enjoyed, I was about to say I enjoyed Nini's, but I enjoyed Candy's too. Um, mm. Now, I don't know if. I like the actual wedding episode. Yeah. I didn't care for the lead up. I don't know if Cynthia had one or not, but if she did, I didn't watch it. Yeah, me neither. But I'm happy for them all. But I'm just like, Nini is a very key part of the franchise. I think she helped to make it. I'm not saying that she's yeah. the only one who made it. Yeah. She's not no, she... David Ruffin. And without them, they're not nothing. But at the same time, she's a very big part of she the is. franchise. And so they got to give her her respect. That whole also. that whole after show thing was her idea, and she yeah. gave that to them for free. Like mm-hmm. her only thing was just let me have more appearances than the other girls. I mean, she yeah. definitely has made major contributions. But quiet as it's kept, if they want to survive, I honestly feel like they need to scrap the whole list and start fresh. Get some fresh young girls on there. Maybe keep one like older to kind of like you know. Be like the Grand Dame from Potomac. But like, they, everything feels forced now. Although I will say that when the next season starts, I'm going to be there to see what's going on with Phaedra mm-hmm. and them. Not Phaedra, so, not Phaedra. I'm going to say Portia, Portia. I don't care about Portia. Uh, I will say my fourth favorite is Marlo. <laughs> I, I like Marlo. I fucking love Marlo. Yes. Okay. So, um, next up, Delta flight attendant heroically hogtized hijacker who tried to breach cockpit midair. Um, and I definitely said this to my sister because you know Delta, but um, so somebody was trying to I don't know what their problem was, but they're like trying to shut the plane down. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, great. A woman flight attendant hogtie somebody. No, it's a man. So um, do not be gender discriminatory like me. But Christopher Williams acted quickly. So did several passengers. And they're able to hogtie and sedate, subdue, subdue. Yeah, that's the word. Subdue this man that was trying to break up into a cockpit. Because guess what has happened since September 11th, 20... 2001 mm-hmm. we don't let people go to the fucking cockpit <laughs> don't come for the cockpit cockpit and i ask for you don't come for it so i i initially included this story because i just wonder like you know what is this phenomenon where we just had this uptick of you know these type of disturbances on flights and you know does it just come from the pandemic like is it making people super anxious to be on flights now and are they you know, just what is the reason why this is becoming so prevalent? Mm-hmm. But then I felt kind of bad when I watched the video because it sounded like he may have been having a psychotic break for real. Like, I felt kind of bad mm-hmm. after that. But either way it goes, the flight attendants, like, they don't get paid enough to have to deal with that kind yeah, of stuff. Boy. Like, mm-hmm. no. And And so kudos to him. And, and then mm-hmm. the man, I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. So when you hear a story and somebody is like wilding out or doing something stupid, the mm-hmm. first thing I go is, Lord, please don't let them be black. And I just assume with a situation like this, with the way that they were saying he was acting, I was like, no, nah, he ain't black. He was black. <laughs> like every time I hear something <laughs> on the news, like make him like, you know, a uh, suspect robbed the store, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, Jesus, please don't let him be black. <laughs> right. I I'm know I'm not the only one. Ever since the DC sniper. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, but we don't even snipe Yes, people. like, we we do not seal your murder. We do not seal your murder. <laughs> right. But clearly he didn't get the but, memo. Uh, and, and I think there's a lot of things. A lot of people do have a lot of anxiety about flying planes. Yeah. Our planes no longer, a lot of the bars are closed. Mm. The um, planes have not been serving alcohol. And that's a great way to sedate a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah. And I'm like, I hope 
I don't know. I hope that maybe he was having a, um, just like a issue and maybe he won't be in trouble as much. But I was just like, I, I don't know. And then like, I've, so I've never been like afraid to fly. Like I'm not, you know, other than like my ears popping, but I don't care about mm-hmm. flying. But the thought of flying now does make me really anxious. And then it just dawned mm-hmm. on me the other day that the first time I get on a flight post, well, you know, we're still in the middle of COVID, but, you know, post COVID being, you know, the roaring bitch that she was, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be me going to visit my line sister in the UK. So you're talking about a long ass mm-hmm. flight for my first flight post pandemic. And it's like, shit, like I got overwhelmed just thinking about that. So I was like, okay, first things first, I'm going to have to get a goddamn first class ticket because I'm going to have to have Mm -hmm. space. Because you need those drinks. I'm going to need the drinks. I'm going to need the space. No, you're right. Because at first I was like, I am on, if I'm going to fly to the UK, I'm going to fly Emirates. And you know what? That shit is expensive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew it would be, but then Mm -hmm. when I I found out how much it was, I was like, ooh. Maybe not. I'll just get a first class flight. I was stuck in this country for a few years until I feel better about this home purchase. But Girl, um, if you do want a tester flight, just come on over to Tejas and I'll be here. <laughs> well, see, that's easy though, because like there's a connector flight, you know, that goes straight from Jackson. So I mean, that's a few minutes. Yeah, that's quick. Yeah. But I'm just thinking about the flight, the fact that. I would be on there for hours. Also, yeah. um, another plus about buying a house, girl, let me tell you. I mean, I'm still using it as an excuse, but for a full year, like, that can be your excuse to get out of everything. Well, girl, I just bought a house. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, <laughs> I got my friends out of are like, hey, <laughs> Yeah. My friend's like, hey, you want to go see Hamilton in New York? No, I'm trying to buy a house. Girl, like, no. I mean, <laughs> my excuse. Like, people would literally be like, Oh, you want to go to the bar? I'm like, girl, I just bought a house. Right. Nobody's going to get shit out of it. And me. nobody, nobody hates time, you for flaking for that reason. Because everybody right. gets it. Yeah. But I did upgrade from Jackson to here for like maybe $30 to first class. And really, I just upgraded so I could get free drinks. Because nobody else gets drinks right now. But I think that by next month, they should be better with that. But just letting you know. Um, I'm just saying. Um, in about late August, you can come visit me and sleep on an air mattress. Yep. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing any type of travel like that. Like I'm not doing. Which I mean, I don't have to get on a plane to come to Dallas. But I'm not getting mm-hmm. on a plane until 2022. Hopefully, okay, hopefully we can do it in 2022. Like we never know what's gonna yeah. happen with this shit show. No, my line sisters are talking about our 15 year anniversary. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening by then. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I'm just going to stay in the conversation just in case. Anyways, so next up, uh, once again, sometimes people make decisions and I'm like, the price of what you were flipping out about was not worth what she did so the illinois barbershop owner kills a man over unpaid haircut from the website of the facebook page haircuts are 15 to 25 dollars now you gotta go to jail <laughs> now you gotta go to jail now you gotta go to jail and then when you get out of jail it's gonna be expensive because you still gotta pay your debt back to society but and the incident was captured on surveillance video and a witness definitely identified the dude as a gunman. But, um, and they found, like, he was so sloppy with the shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't watching TikTok like I am to know that, like, I've learned that, like, if you're going to bury somebody, bury them vertical. Because a lot of skinny machines don't know how to scan <laughs> vertical bodies. <laughs> okay. I've learned a lot from TikTok. Anyways, <laughs> um, so. Now he's charged with first degree murder and um, there's a $250,000 bail 
Was that worth a $25 not haircut? It was not. No. It was not. I mean, I mean, if somebody tried to stiff me and not pay me, I mean, I might try to whoop their ass, but I ain't finna, right. I ain't finna let the yapa sing over $25. Like, yeah, it mm-hmm. just wasn't worth it. I will side-eye the fuck out of you because I'm like, I, I gave you this money and you never gave it back. And I will side-eye every post you make doing something fun. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to murder you. <laughs> nah, for all that shit. But anyway, somebody at the very end, which I felt like was very attacky considering that like cancer season has begun, was don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. That's right. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's so funny that you said that because I think you needed to hear that <laughs> probably but I mean it's it's part of what makes um our marriage so perfect because I think 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 before making decisions and I'll in, usually talk myself out of it versus Doyen gets a thought and she does it right then like impulsive just don't don't think twice about it so we make mm-hmm. a happy medium together <laughs> yeah the chorus is think they be fucking thinking and i'm like are you done yet and they're like no i still gotta think about it and i'm like oh. Doyen was like yo i have been thinking about buying a dog since i know like 2009 Doyen was like, I think I want a dog. And then the next day, there's Roxy. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't that quick, yeah. but she went out to get a dog. It really quick. was. It was the day before I saw her, and I was like, oh, she's cute. Next day, I got her. Yeah. Yeah. And even now, half the time I look at her, I'm like, how the fuck did I get a dog? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who let me have a dog? Oh, uh, yeah, so, you know. Sometimes it works. It does. Sometimes it works. Not all the time, but it works. But yeah, I will say it's cancer season, and so enjoy our emotions <laughs> in real, real time. And allegedly, Mercury's at a metrograde. It's still the lingering effects, but we're gonna get out of there. And it's gonna be good. We'll see. <laughs> so. We're going to take a real quick break, and we will be right back. Alrighty. We are back, and it is time to just shuffle right along to our Someone Something. Someone, something. So tonight, we're going to talk about Miss Deborah M. Brown. So the Mississippi State alumna and U.S. District Judge Deborah M. Brown is the Magnolia State's first black female chief federal judge. A ceremony was held. Wait, let me stop, because I don't know why I act like... Yeah. Also did the praise music. It is 2021, and and we finally have um, our first black female chief federal judge. Mm -hmm. So a ceremony was held at the U.S. courthouse in Greenville, where Brown received the gavel and became the new chief judge of the Northern District of Mississippi. She succeeds District Judge Sharon Aycock, also an MSU alumna, in the role of chief judge. Brown has served as a district judge since being nominated by former President Barack Obama and unanimously confirmed by the U.S. Senate in 2013. She is a 1987 graduate of MSU's College of Architecture, Art, and Design. Um, She also graduated from the University of Mississippi, better known as that school up north, uh, School of Law in Mm -hmm. 1997. So, um, our good sis... Judge uh, Deborah M. Brown is just rocking it, winning. She's from Mississippi. She's a state alumna. She's black. She's everything. And I am just so super proud. The article will be attached. You can read a little bit more about her there. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to shine a spotlight on, you know, the greatness that is Mississippi State. 
two things. I am rooting for everyone black, Amen. especially black women. Second of all, the article ends with MSU is Mississippi's leading university. I meant to say that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I mean, facts were told. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so now it's what we've all been waiting for tonight's poor life decision. Poor life decision. Okay, so this is one that I desperately needed, and I feel like you guys needed too. Tonight, we're going to talk about... Right. We're going to talk about how to power wash your brain after seeing graphic content online. You know, it sucks to see violent footage on the internet, especially by mistake. Here's how to get it out of your head. And the thing about it is, social media is a wonderful tool. Um... You know, it, it's great for getting the word across. It's great for sharing stories. There's so many things that happen in the world that we wouldn't know about if it weren't for social media. Um, mm-hmm. But like for me, seeing um, just a lot of tragedy, uh, police brutality, um, murders, all that kind of stuff. It's just a lot. And even the author brings up, I mean, not even, it may not be violence, just some stuff is grotesque. Like the Arthur brings up the point, um, she recalls seeing like a man's face after he got mauled by a bear and was like, um, mm-hmm. that was too much. Yeah. I will say the great thing about social media to start was that like we were made aware on a c- country level of all of the things that were happening when it came to murders of black people at the same time i think people have different levels of sensitivity so i never watch no a video never. of somebody getting shot ever never no i would never i know chris doesn't like rats <laughs> so you know like she also doesn't need to see any footage of rats in mm-hmm. any way i, I just unfollowed somebody like. i liked because she posted a rat <laughs> I also do not like Dr. Pimple Popper. I no. think it's gross when people ooze things out of their body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, there's a lot of ranges of right. things that are disturbing right. on social media. <laughs> and a lot of people, we all are comfortable with certain things. But at the same time, every other person isn't. And lastly, I will say, um, when my dad passed, I was very intentional and not wanting to see his body mm-hmm. because I had always seen him moving. I did not want to see him laying down. I did not. Mm-hmm. I sat outside of his viewing and then somebody posted like his like memorial site pictures of his body and I'm like fuck y'all <laughs> because I did not want to see that. Yeah. I, did, I was very intentional in what I wanted to see but a lot of people I I don't know if it's still the thing, but a lot of people like to post dead bodies on social media. They and do. I'm like, That's not okay. They do. <laughs> they do. And I, I actually just talked about that the other day, how, you know, I can't tell anybody else what to do with their page. And I can't tell anybody mm-hmm. how to grieve. But I, I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And I'm mm-hmm. sure the family doesn't want to see it. But anywho, we're going to move on. So... The okay. internet is okay. full. <laughs> the internet is full of graphic violence. Whether or not you go looking for it, odds are decent that you'll be exposed to something eventually. Especially at a time when videos of things like brutal anti-Asian attacks or police sweeps of unhoused people's encampments go viral on a regular basis. These things mm-hmm. feel terrible to see, and the fear and disgust that they trigger can be hard to shake without making an active effort to forget them. Adding racism, sexism, homophobia, or transphobia to that violence can make viewing such material even more harmful for members of those marginalized groups. For instance, this 2018 study published in The Lancet confirmed the obvious. Uh, It found that Black adults in the U.S. experienced significant adverse mental health effects after seeing videos of unarmed black people being killed by the police even without a direct 
connection to the people in that footage. Um, and that's just kind of like what Doy and I were saying, like we avoid that at all costs. So according to Cheryl Ancrum, who's a licensed clinical professional counselor who serves as the director of clinical services for Lifeline Behavioral Healthcare, personal trauma plays a huge role in being triggered by graphic material online. When marginalized people see an image that pertains to a group that they identify with, they're going to have a much stronger reaction to that. In fact, victims of any kind of violence can find themselves triggered by similar events or, or incidents online. Akram said that violent content online isn't guaranteed to provoke a negative reaction, you know, in everyone who sees it, but it may trigger individuals and leave them with lingering feelings of distress. When we do see violent images and we do perceive them as disturbing, it triggers a trauma-related reaction that's, you know, a lot along the lines of a flight-or-fight response, Akram says. So what do you do when you see something horrible, scary, or sad, or just, you know, gross that you want to wipe from your brain? Don't worry, Mm -hmm. we've got some strategies for you. So first things first, manage the physical symptoms. In the moment, a violent image that triggers you will cause both physical and psychological symptoms. Attending to the former can do a lot for the latter. Immediately after viewing an image that triggers a serious fear response, your breathing will become shallow and your muscles will tighten. Two things that tell your brain to flood your system with adrenaline and other hormones to like prepare you for survival. Two basic things are important to help you settle down. Taking deep and cleansing breaths and untensing those muscles. We want to say to ourselves that we're okay. We want to try to do the deep breathing so our brain gets the message that everything is okay. Then it starts to release those feel-good chemicals that will help us to relax. So Doyen, have you ever experienced like a physical response to these things you see online? Um, I do really physically try to avoid things. When I do see things, it is very upsetting. And that it goes back to like me seeing my dad in the coffin that I did not want to see. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I was pissed. And I think all of my body tensed up. Yeah. And I messaged my family and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, um, even as somebody who, with my diabetes, that is a hormonal issue. And so... I am probably more acutely aware of my fight or flight because a lot of times when my fight or flight happens, that means my blood sugar is going up to be with Jesus. Okay. <laughs> That's so important. I, I can see when I'm stressed because my blood yeah. sugar is going up for no apparent reason. Yeah. And so I think I'm more aware of even like lifting weights stresses my body out and sends it up there. So I think I'm more aware than most people are of the physical cortisone effects okay yeah i don't really have a strong physical reaction other than like you know mm-hmm. my chest might tighten a little bit but um <clears throat> yeah i don't really know so the next uh tip that we have for you you can't stop intrusive thoughts but you can interrupt them mm-hmm. and this is a big one for me mm-hmm. so after you deal with your in the moment reaction an image that genuinely rattled you and ruined your day is probably going to linger in your mind for a while longer. It's normal to find something disturbing, you know, that's going to pop up in your brain days, even weeks after you first saw it. So according to Akron, mm-hmm. there's plenty of options people can try to redirect their trains of thought to less troubling places. One technique that that she suggests With the caveat that it's not 100% effective, is thought stopping. Thought stopping is really when you catch yourself ruminating about this, you make a conscious choice to interrupt those thoughts. You can even audibly yell stop if you need to and redirect yourself. It's hard, but the more times you're able to redirect, the easier it should be, you know, the easier it should become and the more automatic that response should be. She also suggests 
physical tricks like progressive muscle relaxation to counter the body stress response of tightening up and recommending maintaining basic self-care like regular eating and uh, sleeping and you know an exercise schedule all of that kind of stuff so um, mm-hmm. I definitely use the thought stopping and my technique is typically to just say okay I see you I acknowledge you all right thank you you're dismissed because otherwise it's going to keep popping up um Doyen, do you have yeah. any ways that you deal with do you do you even have the issue of intrusive thoughts and if so how do you deal with them um yeah so yelling stopping myself would be the worst thing i could ever say because i need gentleness but also um yeah i'm coming around with the notion of intrusive thoughts um I think when they say progressive muscle relaxation, it usually becomes like you tighten your body really, really up Mm -hmm. and then releasing it. And so you could do it part by part so you can tighten your feet up and then release it. And so even that motion between scrunching yourself and releasing is relaxing. And so... That is a thing. And I know we talk about um, within like mindfulness, like the whole five senses thing and be like, okay, what is something you see? And what is something you smell? And what is something you taste? And sometimes that distracts me from, you know, knowing, thinking about the things that are stressing me out. So yeah. When I read that um, about the, um, you know, rela- the tensing and relaxing, I thought I remember you saying that you, that, that, you know, that's something you do. So I just wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so our next strategy, set some blockers up for future use. Avoid violent videos by turning off autoplay on social media sites like Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit, or browsers like Firefox Microsoft Edge and Safari, and heed Instagram's sensitive content warnings by declining the click-through. I always do that. (laughs) I'm like... You can also, and I say this with love, use nature's control content blocker and force yourself into a full-on social media break, or at least a break from platforms where you're most likely to run into upsetting content. And then, you know, you can also check in with yourself about what you might be tempted to um, occasionally seek out these images or information or whether something makes you compelled to do so. So, like, we spent so much of the past year glued to our screens, watching horrific things unfold via the Internet, and it sometimes felt like witnessing them was the only way we could help the people actually experiencing them. So, avoiding... Mm -hmm violent imagery isn't the same as plugging your ears and you know shutting yourself out to the world it just means that you're preserving your mental health in order to fight another day so when you feel steadier and stronger you can deal with it. i mean it's like our natural filter and um mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't do that with the um autoplay either like i don't yeah. i don't do that i don't play that and like the <laughs> anyway and like with the um the sensitive content like i'm like i never push it on instagram i learned Mm -hmm. because i did one time and it was too much i'm not even gonna say what i saw but it it was too much but one place where i have been like going ahead and playing through it is tiktok because i have found that it's normally not graphic um Mm -hmm. sometimes they have it up there and i have no idea why they have it also, it helps to look at, like, who made this post, because you'll know, mm-hmm. like, this person only posts, you know, wholesome things, so. Yeah. Yeah, and um, here at Poor Life Decision, one of our favorite coping tactics is avoidance. Hooray <laughs> <laughs> for avoidance! <laughs> right, so we do very much, we are very particular about the things that we bring into our space and so that wasn't a thing i i think they kind of talked about that but that is a thing that i very much wanted to share is that like 
avoidance yeah. is sometimes a good tactic. Yeah. I know it's not always a good tactic, but at the same time, like I, especially when a lot of things happen when another black person is killed, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. sometimes I just can't deal with it and I'm like I just gonna avoid it well that was that's because... exactly what that whole strategy was about the last strategy was about yeah. avoidance like mm-hmm. yeah don't do it even the news about it I'm just like mm, today I cannot deal exactly so exactly yeah. today I cannot deal and like mm-hmm. one point she made was like you might even have to stop and recognize that you are actively seeking these, these things out so I went through this mm-hmm. when um, the pandemic or pandemic pandemic first hit with uh, my granny mm-hmm. because she was so anxious, like she was just mm-hmm. worried to death. However, she like ritually tuned in to see the numbers, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Why are you doing this to yourself? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know." And everybody keeps telling me to stop looking, but I have to look. And I was like, "No, just stop." It's here. Mm-hmm. We know it's here. You, why are you watching that? Like, of course she didn't stop, but I'm just like, because <laughs> like, she's not an avoider. I am an avoider. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to avoid. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I totally get it. And I think it is like, it's just important to be able to know when you need to step back that's right that's all that's right do you have anything else you want to say to close out tonight's poor life decision no just avoid the shit that's all (laughs) All right well as always um all of our research articles will be in the show notes please check this one out because they do go into more detail about some of the strategies and i just think in this day and age it can be really helpful all right doyan so you know what time it is time for our favorite part of the show the <laughs> okay i'll go first because mine is quick <clears throat> okay so tonight um in the words of my good sis my ls and also friend of the show atoya fallens i'm going to buy a drink for my tribe okay Mm. Um, because this last week has been really difficult and I'm not going to go into detail because then I'll be crying all over the place. But when I tell you that my friends like stepped up for me, like I, I just cannot thank you guys enough. Um, so Doyen and Toya and all of my other tribe members that I know listen to the show, like thank y'all for stepping up for me. And and this is what I love about my tribe. They know that I'm not very, like, I'm not going to necessarily talk about it. They don't need me to. Like, they don't need the details. They don't need me to. All they need to know is that something's not right, and they just sweep in and do what needs to be done. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. You know what? I'm going to buy y'all two drinks. <laughs> mm. So which is a close tie to this <laughs> i'm buying a drink to chris oh, because wow. <laughs> she is my ann perkins she is beautiful she is just super great and yeah yeah i'm just like yeah you have hard times but at the same time i i i do get happy and i'm honored when you tell us when you have problems because <laughs> i know how you are and you're not gonna tell us but i i just love you thank and you. i just want you to know that i love you thank you i love y'all so much too <laughs> it's cancer season i'm super fucking emotional i just gotta i know y'all it. say like okay we get it y'all love each other but like these things are important it's, it's a love it's, it's like, especially during these times like Good Lord, yeah. you just got to tell people you love them today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so speaking of telling people things. Oh, um, so do you want to wait till next week to do to talk about our journal prompt? Or do you have a place where you want to insert that or you want to do it now? I already put a journal prompt on our podcast. Right, but I'm saying, did you want to talk so, about it now? Or do, is that something yeah, you want to do next week? I'm willing week? to talk about it. No. Okay. So basically, because we did an episode previously about journal prompts, we will be sharing journal prompts on a regular basis. My therapist says that I should journal on a regular basis, and we're working on it. But, <laughs> you know, like, 
at the same time, like, you don't always have to be on social media, but I think the way that she told me is, like, bridges. Mm -hmm. We regularly have to check bridges to make sure that they're strong enough to handle all the people, all the cards that go across it. And it's the same thing with ourselves. Yeah. So we regularly have to check with ourselves to make sure that we're stronger structurally to handle everything. Yes. And so journaling doesn't have to be a long thing. Um, we talked about sometimes journaling is just like what I did today, maybe something I felt that I may want to talk about later. But at the same time, it's the self-reflection every day that helps us, mm-hmm. especially in hard times. Um so I'm realizing I kind of enjoy the pandemic and not having to go out. And now I'm having to speed back into my normal social life where I had to see people. And I'm like, but I liked not seeing people. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing that I do have to journal about is like me processing what is good for me socially, mm-hmm. what I can let go of. Because I really did enjoy not going anywhere or doing anything yeah. for a year and a half. So <laughs> these are things that we will talk about on the, um, we'll share on the podcast, Instagram and, and the Twitter is like how we think through where we've gone through in this past year and a half that we weren't used to and how we're going to progress forward in a healthy way. So. Okay, so yeah, and make sure when you see the journal prompts, you know, um, let us know your response and we'll share them on the show. Yeah, and you don't always have to share them. But right, if you don't want about, us to, like, you know, just yeah. yeah, but I will talk about this past week's episode. I mean, this past week's post, and we'll definitely share it. Um, so this past week's... Let me wait for the Instagram to load up because, you know, social media sucks. Um, So basically the question was, like, what are your strongest points? Where are you trying to go with it? And so I will say, to me, my strongest point was I'm very genuine. And um, it is interesting because, because I'm genuine, it it's good because when I really genuinely love somebody, you know, mm-hmm. when I genuinely hate somebody, you also know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, hers was, I'm non-judgmental. I believe that we all are more than the sum of our actions. I believe that humans are complicated and that's okay. And I, I said, you know, I'm working on that, but you are teaching me <laughs> because Sometimes it's so quick to judge somebody and, you know, sometimes we all have our, our shit. And then the last person was Ash and she said, one, that she cares so much and two, that she cares so much. So yes, caring, yes. <laughs> I felt that yes. when she said, I felt that when she said in, that. In my bones, like caring is good and it's kind of on the same level as my wanting to be genuine. But also, culturally, we're taught we're supposed to not care. And I don't know if that's always the right way to go. But it also hurts sometimes. It's when you care. Sometimes you open yourself to hurt. So Yeah. And I, and I will say, too, just to piggyback on the genuine part, what I love about having genuine people in my life is that, like what Doyen, like you never have to... I never have to guess. <laughs> like, you never have to worry, you know, was there some context to that? Or was, you just mm-hmm. you just always know that what that person says is what they mean. You don't ever have to guess about their actions. Because mm-hmm. we just live in a world where, uh, I hate to be cliche, but it just is kind of rare. So it's like when you have genuine people around you, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. It takes a lot of yeah. like mental work off of your shoulders. <laughs> and if you're someone like me that overthinks things, like Chris would ask me a question and give me two question marks and I'm like, 
is she stressed? No. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and after a while, I was like, okay, it's just that's crazy. just how I that's yes. how she talks. <laughs> yeah. So like, sometimes when you are that level of genuine, you also have to understand that like not everything that people say needs to be taken at a deep yeah. value. So. <laughs> So again, we imp- we implore you to like, please uh, participate with our journal prompts. Uh, that was helpful for me to like stop and think about, you know, what I like about me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, Doyen, if if you don't have anything else, tell the people how they can talk to us. Yeah. So we're on the Instagram. That's poor life decision, one decision, because we're changing them all the time. Um, our Twitter is PLD Pod. I'm thinking the TV is about to be backlit and we're going to be talking about all the shows. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. I'm still trying to go back into like American Horror Story, which is like way behind from anyone that anybody's watched. But <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, we are also, you can email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. I know that right now, while the world is opening up, we definitely have some concerns. Like, I, all of a sudden, my social schedule is back pre-pandemic levels, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 <laughs> I enjoy not doing anything, but it's a, it's a problem between me being an extrovert and an introvert, and so I'm like, I need my extrovert to stop fucking signing me up for shit. But that's a whole different story. If you have that issue, also just ping us. And we're happy to talk about how we're going to get back to pre-pandemic levels of socialization. (laughs) Um, Um, As always, you know, check out that Etsy shop. Cute things on Mm -hmm. there. Um, Also, (laughs) that may contain alcohol mug is metal and not glass so you can take it to the pool with you okay all right all right all right (laughs) (laughs) um and also um uh oh i have an amazon credit so i am going to buy all of those brow things and we're gonna do a brow episode i promise so (laughs) i just i just have to try all of the products but you uh that just popped into my head just um, be sure to love on yourself, love on your people, drink your water, use your sunscreen, reapply. You heard that? Reapply. Uh- <laughs> Do I have to reapply if I'm indoors? I mean, so I, okay, so I, I yes, the answer is yes. Now, do I always reapply mm. indoors? At home, no. At work, yes. And that doesn't make sense because at home, I'm usually sitting in front of a big window. Whereas at work, I'm my office doesn't have a window. So that mm-hmm. is stupid. But here we are. <laughs> 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 so um, that's all, guys. Again, thank you for tuning in. We love you and have a great week. Bye. We love you. Woo! Tsunami. Spider-Man, six, yeah, 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 yeah. Press I want for sure, you gon' need three promoters. I got the baddest from Jamelis, but I had switched the motor. I got the baddest bitch riding around this bitch, they all the coders.